Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and this week, Shruti and I are talking about how friendships can change and just kind of have a little bit of a different format. It's not necessarily better or worse, and we shouldn't worry that we might be losing that friend. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and I'm here this week with Shruti, and we're talking about phases of friendships, how friendships can morph and evolve and and change over time, but it doesn't necessarily change the value or the importance of them. Uh, I know I've had some that have come and gone. And and with that said, we we always lose friendships for whatever reason. Sometimes it's purely logistics. Sometimes there could be a falling out, but then there's those friends that are there and things will feel different, but it doesn't necessarily mean you lost the friend and Trudy, what's your feeling on how friendships change over time uh, and for different reasons? I think as individuals, we go through different periods of growth or where we have setbacks, where we feel good about ourselves or where we don't feel good about ourselves. So I think the longer your relationship with someone, uh, friendship with someone, you're going to see that happen. And sometimes you're going to grow apart. And unfortunately, that's probably the, that that's part of life. But then there's just periods of time where you grow apart temporarily to come back as a unit that's stronger. Or for whatever reason, life happens, work stuff, family stuff, mental health, all of that. Um, I think that can affect friendship sometimes. But I think the stronger a friendship is, the more potential it has to last long-term. What's your take on it, Jay? Oh, I, I definitely feel that. I mean, I, I have some friends that um, you don't talk to them for a while. And when you see them again, it's as if um, nothing changed. And I, I do have one, one of my best friends who is one of the most supportive friends I have that, and she's fully aware of and the marriage issues that I've had over the years. She was actually the one that watched the kids when we went to counseling the first time. And there's times where, um, and she knows I'll say this, that she is not one of the best when it comes to returning text or phone calls. Um, and there could be a, a month or so where we just don't talk or where she disappears. And then all of a sudden, once we're back together, nothing's changed. Uh, the, the friendship is there. The connection is there. The love is there. Um, it's, it's stuff like that, that keeps the friendship together, but you'll see things. Um, the big one with the changes, like you said, different outside elements within one person's life could change, not the connection, but the more, I'm going to say more that physical connection in terms of how often you interact, whether it be by phone or by text or, or, or actual in-person get togethers, um, and taking the whole covid crap of the past two years out of it because I, I mean i have a couple of friends i haven't seen much in the past two years purely because of that so we'll take that element out of it but just on a, on a personal level i know i know i've had an, a history of when you have that friend um and they find a new significant other and then all of a sudden they just disappear there's just no need for you uh and i say i know that sounds a little harsh but there's times where I would like someone to protect our friendship, to just say, hey, this is my friend. I mean, especially if you have, and I know we did the topic of opposite sex friends. So if you have that female friend who, in my case, I have a female friend and all of a sudden they get a new boyfriend who might not feel comfortable with the fact that 
one of their best friends is, is male. And then they just say, okay, and push you to the side where this friendship's been there for so long. You'd like someone to kind of fight for you, just like you want your significant other to fight for you. You'd also like yeah. to have that friendship be fought for and, and say, no, this is I mean, not a package deal. Like it would be with I and mean, someone that already has a kid and Hey, my kid's part of the package. It's, it's different, but still enough where the friendship means enough that you're holding on to it. No, I understand that too, because I've been in situations like that myself and it's challenging to navigate it because there's another person in the mix and you're also, you don't know that person maybe too well, their significant other, and you don't know what their boundaries are. So that's a tough one to navigate. And I think it's, going to be different for everyone the best case scenario is like it's a win-win for everybody like I get to keep my male friend um and still be in this relationship and vice versa but how do we navigate that because I know people like one of my friends she's married and she still keeps in touch with her guy friends and her husband's totally cool with it and okay with it but then on the other end I have friends who it's like they're not allowed to have male friends or like limited interaction unless they're going there as a couple together. So it's really, I think it's defined differently for everyone. Like how about, like for you, your, your wife is okay with Maria's okay with you having female friends. Well, I mean, that's something we talked about in, in a previous podcast where I, I had a situation where, I limited my, my connection with people and just said, you know, I'm not going to do this again. And, and that had nothing to do with them being male friends, female friends or, or whatever. It was just, you know, after this relationship, my friends are going to be in my life as long as, as long as they want to be. And, and I'm, but I'm not going to let them go like that. And when I met Maria, I said, Hey, just so you know, I have male friends. I have female friends. I make new friends. I, I, I friends are important to me and you have to accept that. Um, so obviously I don't want to do anything that's going to go overboard and make her uncomfortable or feel threatened or anything like that. Um, but she sees how important friends are and, and some of the big friends, I mean, you, I mentioned my friend, Barbara, who watched my kids when Marie and I went to counseling, I've mentioned my friend Gina on here many times. Um, and Jen, who's co-hosted, who we had on the show and she's, she fills in when you can't make it. Um, she is one of my best friends. Um, I mean, every time we talk and, and we, we video chat, uh, before we hang up I mean, she blows me a kiss. Um, I tell my friends, I, I love them. I sent a couple of my friends, actually Gina and Barbara texted today, just saying, I, I said, first text was just, Hey, just want to remind you dot, dot, dot. And then after that, I said, I love you. And thanks for everything you do for me. And it was just a simple Sweet. text that I, that I sent out to them and, and that's something that Maria knows that I, I tell my friends, I love them. And, and it's very important. And that's, um, I mean, this came about where I mean, I have a, a friend that's, that has a, a newly growing uh, relationship with a, a significant other and uh, which is going to, to limit our interaction and, and not in a negative way. I'm, I'm definitely happy for this person. And I, when I talk to them, uh, on video chat and I see them smiling, it makes me feel good. I, I feel good that they have someone to, to look out for them. And they've also helped me. And I mean, it's no, 
no surprise or no, I mean, unknown. I've, I've mentioned the, the roller coaster of, of my marriage and, and this person has helped me um, learn how to look at things in different ways. Uh, and sometimes those friendships are, are going to move in and out. And I know we've all had those situations. Like you said, you have that friend that and they find a new boyfriend or girlfriend and then you never hear from them again. And I know that's not going to happen, but in the back of your mind, it's always there. It's that always fear. there. Yeah. That, that fear it's happened yeah. in the past. And so, so when, when you have, when you go down your, your texting and your call log and, and this one particular person is, I mean, it's, I mean, this person, this person, this person, that person, this person, this person, this person, that person. And then all of a sudden you have to scroll two pages down to find the last time you call them. It's not a bad thing but it's just different and you need to get used to it. And in the back of your mind, there's always going to be that fear of, Oh, I'm not needed anymore. I'm not wanted anymore. Um, but that's not always the case. No, I don't think that's the case, but yeah. Yes. I do believe that relationships and like friendships can shift when it's like two people, the opposite sex, when they do get in relationships. And I think it's just about communicating and, coming up with clear boundaries of like, okay, well, how can we, you know, still maintain our friendship, but also give you the respect and the space now that you have this person in your life who you're in a relationship with, but how can we still balance out our friendship? And I think it's about a conversation about communication and also comprehension and establishing that. So no one is left wondering well, like what's going on? Like, what am I allowed to do? What am I not allowed to do? Because I think when you get on the same page and talk about it and then follow through with that, I think that you can still have something work for both of you. Yes, it might feel a little bit different, but I think at the same time, it feels better to have a conversation rather than having all these like what ifs and all these fears in your mind, because then you're just like stressing out about it. Yeah. Well, that's like, I have a friend that, and I'm looking forward to the day that the four of us can get together where it's me and Maria and, and it's the other couple, but then this other friend, I mean, who happens is my connection is the female friend. We both know that we are still going to have our time together, that we're still going to have our lunch or our backpacking trip or our our time together where it's just the two of us where we can sit and we can talk and, and we can have the conversation and the connection that we've had. Um, and like I said, I, I have friends that have been very, very supportive and, and have helped me. Um, and I use the example and I mean, there's sometimes, and again, using my marriage as an example where sometimes I, I feel that Maria is trying too hard to do something. And like my friend said, Hey, too hard is better than not trying at all. And so here's a friend that we have a connection that could change over time. She's helping me to write, to look at something from a different view and, and make progress in mind. So we still have that, that support and that love and, and connection where we're, we're helping each other. We're, we're supporting each other. We, we both made each other stronger over the years. And even though there might be slight changes, it doesn't mean that the value of the friendship or that connection has, has changed at all. Absolutely. I think that's the most important 
is to also remember that and it is it can feel sad because it's like oh I'm so used to talking to this person like this much or I'm used to seeing this person this much you know I remember like I had a guy best friend he's still like one of my really good friends I don't see him that much anymore because he lives upstate and like when he got a when he got girlfriends it was a challenge at times because it's you know from the other end I can understand it because if my boyfriend had a bunch of had a female best friend who he's never had anything with but a platonic relationship I still would feel a little bit like I'm I listen I'm gonna be honest here I'm definitely gonna be the jealous type so I can understand from that perspective but to me I was like oh my god this is like my best friend equivalent to like how my female best friend is to me and it's just like there's the synergy and a vibe that I feel really safe with this person and they get me and we just have like goofy times together but yes we had to navigate that of like okay like I couldn't see him as much but the value of our friendship like never changed um and then eventually I think it like you know we got to see each other a little bit more but I I understand that it goes through different phases and also it really depends on the person because there are couples and you and I were talking before the show there are couples when they're when they get together they get married or they get in a you know monogamous monogamous relationship they're like okay yeah no no one can have friends of the opposite sex it's just us if we go and socialize together and meet other people that's fine but then I've had friends who have still like opposite sex friends and it's fine so it really is I think it really just depends on the individuals involved yeah uh, I and I agree with that I mean everyone's going to have different views on it um I mean my biggest thing was just recognizing um like I said I, I had this one particular friend who I I know is we're not going to talk I, I say as much and let's not kid ourselves. We're still going to talk every day. I mean, between text and, and phone calls and video chats, we're, we're still going to talk every day. But there, there was a time there where, I mean, it was four or five, six calls. I mean, every time I hopped in the car, it was a phone call or um, constant conversation where obviously that is going to gonna fade out and it's going to feel different. It's not that it's bad, um, but this person is also one that, it, that has helped me uh, just reconnect with Maria and, and her, her support has been, has been great. And even though things are going to change, not change between us, but be different between us, it doesn't mean it's, it's a bad thing. I mean, there's always the fear and, and she has the same fear because of, of past that she's had where, I mean, different guys would just disappear or stop or, and, and you get that, okay, what's wrong with me? Why don't people want me? Why am I? And what's broken about me? Um, yeah. So we always have that. that thought. Yeah. That, that thought in the back of our mind. I mean, there's times where, I mean, I have a wall built up um, just again with, within, within my marriage where sometimes it's, it's that same type of feeling where it's like, okay, we get comfortable, we get comfortable, we get comfortable. And, and all of a sudden we're, back on the bottom of that roller coaster ride and then we're climbing the hill climbing the hill and then it's back on the so there's times when i've been cautious to to open up and 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 she's helped me with that um so i mean having 
having friendships or even relationships, I mean, I can do the same thing with within the marriage where it fluctuates. It's not always a bad thing. Um, we can't always take, I mean, we always hear more is better. I mean, there's some, there's some trainers out there that think more is better. Give me five more reps. Give me 10 more reps. It's not always the case. Just like on the flip side, less isn't always worse. It doesn't take the value away from it. You can get well, less is more sometimes I think, right. Isn't that what they say? That's a quote too. Less is more. So I think when we're trying too hard and I get effort. So I think there's a difference between like making an effort, but I feel like when we're trying, 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 we're kind of disconnected with ourselves. So like, I know your friends said that trying is good. And I do get that in terms of like making more of an effort, but I think we can burn ourselves out when we're, cause I feel like we get in our head sometimes when we're trying, whereas when we're being and like, like, okay, like I want to do more or be more, but I want to be here now. And it's, I don't really know how to formulate the words to explain it, but it's about just being and letting things unfold with making the proper efforts, but also like detaching from a certain outcome. And that's something that Kate taught me a lot. Kate, who's been on our show before, I've mentioned her a lot. And she's like, stop trying too hard. Like, stop trying. It's like, just be, you make the effort now detach and that's I think that is the most challenging thing for people to do is detaching and I don't mean detaching in the cold way like right just like okay I did it all right let me go okay I called Jay I'm not gonna wait by my phone till he texts back I'm not gonna like send him 20 texts like okay I calls all right he'll call me back when he's ready like and then go do your next thing I think that that there's, well, you're you're saying like the trying too hard and and being in the moment, there's a a photo that keeps popping up on Instagram or Facebook. And it's, it's like a crowd. They look like they're like up against a railing at maybe like new year's or something like that. And you see all these people and they all have their phone up taking a video. And then there's one little old lady leaning over on the fence, just watching and taking it in. And that's kind of like the same thing where, I mean, be aware and, and make that effort. But once you're there, just kind of let what happens happen and be open-minded to let things come your way and happen and be open-minded for you to move forward and let things happen. But you don't necessarily need to like robotically try once you're in that moment, let it just happen. Yeah. I think it's honestly our human need. And I don't even think this is a conscious thing at all times. I think it's more very much subconscious is our like need to control. But I think the like the what's contradictory is that the more we control, the more we push that thing away. Whereas like when you like let go that control and just do what we just talked about, that's when things start like flowing to you or aligning with you. Whereas the harder you try, the opposite outcome it has in my opinion, just from my own experience, just from what I've witnessed, how I've witnessed my own behaviors and other people's behaviors. Cause nobody likes that, like controlling needy, like energy, like that to people, it's just the same thing as going to like a 
buying a car, right? Like that car salesman who's like desperately trying to sell sell you a car. It's like it has this, it has that, blah 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 blah. And you're just like, oh, like now I don't even want that car anymore. Like he's like, why is he so eagerly pushing it? Whereas he describes it to you and then is like, well, let me know what you decide. You're probably going to buy that car more likely because you're like, oh, okay. I I know all the qualities, but he's not trying to sell me on it. And you're not going to even be thinking about that. You're just like, okay, now I have the desire to like purchase this car more someone's not up your butt about it (laughs) it's just they they're telling you they know the quality it's like knowing your own value and knowing your own qualities your positive qualities and just you innately know that that's a very attractive place to be in any in any relationship business friendships romantic relationships it's a very very attractive quality than uh, magnetic quality about people in my opinion it's like oh how do how do I get there that's what I want to attain to be is that person's quality because they just like they're warm they're open they're loving but they're not like pushing yeah I mean we talk about how the different podcasts uh, or episodes they kind of overlap I mean we we touched on just opposite sex friends here. Um, I mentioned Marie and I did the one on the marriage roller coaster where we just had kind of a candid conversation and <laughs> recorded it and put that up there. Um, so there, there's any type of relationship, like you said, whether it be a business relationship, a, a strictly platonic friendship, uh, a, a marriage, an intimate relationship, there's always going to be ups and downs and ins and outs in, in different context of how that relationship at that moment is working. And just because it fades in and out in terms of interaction doesn't necessarily mean it fades in and out in terms of value. And like I said, just because you're, you're going to talk less or communicate less doesn't change anything. And no, like I not said, at all. I, I mean, I, I tell my friends, like I said, I tell my friends, I, I love them. I, I communicate with them often. Uh, there there's times when, when you're going to feel that void just because things are going to be different than what they were at one time, but it doesn't change the value of them. Absolutely not. And I think with, with the time we live in now, it's like, right. Like everyone has access to their phones and it's like, Oh, why isn't this person responding to me? And I get like that too. I know you and I have talked about this a lot before, but then on the other end, I'm like, oh, well, like when I don't respond to someone, it's not because I'm like, oh, I'm going to maliciously ignore them. No, I'm like, I just don't have the mental bandwidth to like engage. And if I don't have the mental bandwidth to engage with someone, then like, how am I supposed to hold a conversation? Because it feels forced. Again, that's trying too hard. I'm like, oh, I'm trying to respond to this person. Whereas I'm like, I'd rather respond to them when I'm coming from like a full cup. And when I like literally have the mental energy to, it's the same thing as like, yeah, talking on the phone or texting or, and it doesn't mean like there's the love isn't there for that person. It's just, and I think we take it so personally or it's like, oh, they're not responding to me right away or they're on social media. No, it's not about attention. The love is still there for that person. It's just, would you rather talk to someone when they can give you a full cup 
Or would you have, would you rather have someone respond to you right away just because you're like wanting a response and they're like not in a good mood and they're still responding to you? Like, which one would you rather have? There's also the case. um, I mean, I remember being in a store with my father and there was a guy behind the counter on the phone and there's like a line of eight people. And my father said, you tell the guy on the phone that you're going to call. And this was before cell phones. You you tell them you're going to call them back. You deal with the people right in front of you. So there's the times when that friend that's not responding, maybe they're on a lunch date with a friend. Maybe they're, they're in person sharing time with another friend. That's more important. That person right in front of you. Now, don't get me wrong. We might all send a, Hey, I really need to talk legitimate emergency, not a, Hey, do you want pepperoni or meatballs on your pizza? Something that's really <laughs> yeah. in, in, important. And, and we, we have our, our short list of who's allowed to, to break that, that security wall down of, Hey, I'm going on a date. Don't bother me. And we all have that, that secret code. If I call twice in, in 30 seconds, you know, it's important type of deal. Um, right. But, but there's times when that person that's right in front of you, they're the ones that have that, that value that should get your attention. So just responding just to respond is, it, it shouldn't happen at that point because you should be given that. Or and, even if you're, yeah. Like when you're with people in person, I love, I know I love being present and like, I'll usually have my phone in my bag or you know, if I want to show them something funny, I'll take it out. But I like to not, they say like not to have your phone in front of you. Cause it's like subconsciously, like when you're with people and you have your phone in front of you, you're still kind of like your attention is there. Even uh, though it, you might not yeah, be aware of it. it. It really needs to be in the pocket. And, and again, we're going to, I'm going to say this with different, different circumstances. You, you get a situation where, um, I mean, I, I'm slightly older than you, but some of your friends that have kids, they'd be young kids. So mm-hmm. if you're going out, if you're going out to, to dinner with a friend, they might have their phone on the table facing up because if the sitter calls, they need to access it. So, right. they, so obviously there's so always, there's yeah. going to always be isolated situations, but at the same time, it also kind of gets a, a, a little discouraging when you send that text to someone and then they come back. Oh, sorry. I didn't see your text. I don't know. I know you have small kids. I know every time the phone buzzes, you check it to make sure your kids are okay. You can't tell me you didn't see it. Just be honest and say, yeah. Hey, this or that. Um, so what would be some advice you would give to people or let me phrase it different. What's, what's the most important thing for you when friendships are, are phasing in and out of different phases? And again, not going from good to bad or, or, positive the negative but just different what's the most important thing to you so you know that the value and that connection hasn't changed well that's a great question i usually will let people know listen i'm here for you if you need me well whatever you need right now i respect that so if they need the space and like as much as i'm like oh i just want to be closer to them i'm like i'm going to give them that space because i know they're going to come back when they're ready. Now, if I push it too much, I'm going to push them away. So I'm going to respect them, give them the space and let it be, even if it's bothering me inside. But I know the big picture result of that is actually going to make our connection stronger. Just acceptance. So acceptance of the situation. How about you, Jay? Well, just on, on, on that one, um, 
I, I would just want to tack on that there's communication with that mm-hmm. just because yeah. you're going to accept the space. So if they got quiet, you're, you're going to accept that. Okay. They might need space. Cause I, I do have a friend that will disappear and we don't, I don't hear from this person and I respect that they need a space, but I'd rather have them say, Hey, listen, a lot going on. Give me a week, give me a month, give me whatever I need. But just so I'm aware that, okay, you're okay. Yeah, you're, I acknowledging, you're acknowledging that. I think for me, it's just, again, that reassurance that you're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. The friendship's still there. The relationship's still there. Um, like I said, kind of that, that fight for me. And when, when you talk about a relationship where your friend has a new a new significant other and you know you're going to lose touch um especially again going with the opposite sex friends so in my case a female friend gets a new boyfriend where it's just like hey we have a very tight bonded loving relationship friendship i i need you to let this person know that i'm not going anywhere and you're not going anywhere and this friendship is going to be there and they have to accept that. And it's just nice to know that you as a friend are worth fighting for. And they're not just going to turn your back on you because someone else doesn't like it. Yeah, that, that is important. So, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, just remember relationships go in and out. Friendships move in and out in terms of how they're, how they feel at the time. And and we're not even going good or bad or positive, negative, just they have a different feel from time to time. And it doesn't mean you're losing that friend. Um, it, It just means that things will be different. It doesn't mean the love is any less. It doesn't mean the caring or that connection is any less. Uh, and just, and keep those people close to you. Like I said, I, I have, I have about 900 quotes on my phone, uh, literally, uh, that I'll just send to my, to my friends. And sometimes I get it. It says 851 in that folder. I know there's, I know there's more that aren't in the folder and I'll randomly send that. And like I said, I had two friends today that I just sent to, Hey, I just want to remind you, I love you. And thanks for what you you do for me. And just remember those friends are there. Um, and I know this one particular friend, um, I, I'm not losing her. Uh, it's just going to feel different. And I know she has helped me so much and and I'm very thankful for that. And just remember, just because we don't talk all the time, as long as you know, they're there and they still stay connected, that relationship is going to stay solid for a long time. I hope you guys enjoyed the show and we'll see you next week. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset. And also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.